Welcome to Friends in Prison. I'm Claire Aronson, and I have 29 friends in prison. Welcome to Episode 8, and it is time already to admit that the intro is incorrect. I do not have 29 friends in prison. I have 24 friends in prison. About two weeks ago, I was sending out my Christmas cards. I know that's late. It was just a couple of days before Christmas, and I was counting up the envelopes before I dropped them in the mailbox, and there were only 24 of them. Um, So, of course, in my Christmas cards, I was apologizing for being late. As you know, it takes about two weeks, even under normal circumstances, not Christmas time circumstances, to get a letter to prison. But... um, Better late than never. That's what I say. So what happened? What happened to my friends in prison? Well, two of them I realized I hadn't heard from in several months, like six months. And before that, I had only heard from a couple of times. And and I have written to them three, maybe four times between uh, the last letter I had received. So There are lots of reasons why a pen pal might not be writing back to you. And I certainly want to encourage you to keep writing. You know, it's possible they don't have money for stamps. It's possible they are physically ill. It's possible they're depressed. There are so many reasons why they might still be overjoyed to get a letter from you and not be responding. But in these two cases, I looked at it and went, can I really call this person a a friend? I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard back. I don't really know this particular pen pal that well, you know, and maybe Christmas time was not the right time to stop writing. But uh, in these two cases, that is what I did. Um, Two of my pen pals, two other pen pals, I have received letters back from them. And that can happen in a lot of different ways, too. If your pen pal has been moved maybe to the infirmary or to the segregated housing unit or, um, to a different facility altogether, your letter might get rejected and returned to sender. So um, I don't know why my letters were returned to sender. It could also just be an accident. That's happened before also. Um, But since the letters got returned, I I wrote to them again. I double-checked the address, made sure I had filled everything out correctly, and I resent it. And I just didn't want to keep sending letters if those are going to get rejected too. So I did not send an extra Christmas card to those two. So if any of you are keeping track by the math, you know I had 29 friends in prison. Two of them had letters that were sent back to sender. So that's 27 friends in prison. And two of them are people that I haven't heard from in like six months, you know, so maybe they're just not interested in being friends with me and that's okay. I'll try not to take it personally. So that's 25, but I said I sent out 24 letters to people in prison for Christmas. What happened to the last pen pal, Claire? Well, the good news is that Manda was released from prison. This is my very first pen pal to be released from prison. And I think as I introduce you to her that you are going to find you really like Amanda. She is someone who is very relatable. She was in prison for personal possession charge of drugs. And when you know that someone has experienced something tragic in their life, it's very understandable why they would turn to drugs. And that she went to prison and she served her time and now she's out. And 
I just say, you know, if if anything can be said about the prison system, she is clean and sober now. She is back with her family. She got released before Christmas. She got released without contracting the coronavirus. So as we start this new year, I'm just so excited for her and all of the opportunities that are available to her now. And I really think that as you get to know Amanda, you're going to say, oh, yeah, yeah. Not only could I be pen pals with someone like her, but I would welcome her into my neighborhood. I would welcome her into my workplace. This is somebody that I would be face-to-face friends with. And and I think you're going to be surprised by the amount of people who are like Amanda who are in prison and who need a pen pal. I found Amanda on a pen pal site, and her profile was short and sweet. I'm Amanda. I'm 36 from Baltimore, Maryland. I'm hoping to connect with someone who can look past my mistakes and just see me. Looking forward to meeting you. So I think if if you have a friend who is in prison and you want to help them get onto one of these pen pal websites, don't stress about the profile. You know, yes, you should be open in your profile. You should have a photograph with a smile, but, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be all the information that there is about you. Um, just be friendly and you will attract pen pals. So uh, I wrote to Amanda and told her a little bit about myself. You know, I'm 40 and Catholic and I like to read and write. And she wrote back and said that she shares some of those same interests. And in fact, she's taking some classes and um we just took it from there. So I'm going to dive in. She did also tell me about her tragic past, that she had had two children who passed away. So with that, you're all caught up. And this is last year, January 7th, 2020. Hi, Amanda. So what are you reading lately? I got John Green's new book, Turtles All the Way Down. It's a young adult novel, but I'm enjoying it. I have a little confession to make. The protagonist is named Aza, and it took me 30 pages to figure out that Aza was a girl. I wonder if you'd like River of Fire, My Spiritual Journey. It's Helen Prejean's autobiography. I'm Catholic, so I thought that the parts about the history of the church was very interesting, but I think it would be interesting to non-Catholics as well. I'm not always comfortable asking questions of my pen pals, so if I ever ask you something you don't want to answer, just ignore it or tell me to forget it. The truth is that I'd like to know more about your children. What did you name them? What were they like? But I know it must be painful to discuss, and I definitely don't want that. Okay, so on a different topic, I'm glad to hear that you like camping. My kids are scouts, so we do a lot of camping, especially this year. My daughter Katie is 12, and she joined the girls' troop of the Boy Scouts. We camped near Kennedy Space Center and went bioluminescent kayaking in clear plastic kayaks. Have you heard of this? Ah, it was totally new to me. Thanks for writing me on New Year's Day. How special. Your new friend, Claire. Claire, so happy to hear from you again. I always look forward to letters. Breaks up the day with something positive. Reading. Right now, I am in between books. We have a library here. Just the selections are not really my thing. I'm not big on romance or sci-fi, but I love memoirs and biographies. I love to see someone rise up and have a great underdog story. I like to believe in people. I just want to see the process. So please don't be uncomfortable asking questions. I promise you, if I wasn't okay to talk about it, I wouldn't bring it up. 
It's usually a weird thing to bring up, but I never know how to answer, do you have children question. In my opinion, I do have them. I gave birth and I named each one. I saw their smiles and I rocked them to sleep. Ironically, as I write this today, January 16th, 2020, I have an 18-year-old son, or he would be 18. His older brother would be 19. I had them 15 months apart. My first son, I named after his dad, Joseph. My second son was Nathan. Joey was just one month old when he passed in 2000, and Nathan was five months old. Joey seemed to be quiet. He wasn't much of a fussy baby. He had jaundice pretty bad and had to be in the hospital under lights for a week. Nathan was more of a goofy baby. He was usually smiling unless he was hungry. And that boy could eat. He was in 2T and size 5 diapers at 5 months old. He weighed 21 pounds and was 25 inches long. He would have been my linebacker. I believe God has a plan for me and them. But I have to fix me first. I, I believe I am to help people like me. And I'm learning the tools necessary. To be honest, I spent a long time wondering if I believed in a God that took my sons. As I built a deeper relationship with him, I don't think that way anymore. I realized it was more anger, but he didn't take them. However, he will use their lives for a purpose. I can't search for, but I know I will find me. I enjoy talking about them, so thanks for asking. I used to be so selfish with their memories, but I know to keep them, I have to give them away. I'm thankful that I had them while I did. I do plan on maybe trying again. I know that sounds crazy, but I think by the time I find the right man, um, relationship, things will fall into place. Thanks for writing back, and I look forward to your next letter. It took me a little bit longer because I had to get stamps. I can't wait to hear more about you. Best, Amanda. Amanda! So great to hear from you. You are not crazy for thinking about having another baby. First, I'm 40. I had my tubes tied, and yet I'm hoping to have one more baby. If that doesn't happen, maybe I can convince Nico to adopt. Two of our kids are adopted. I know that people who have been to prison can adopt as long as they don't have a felony involving child abuse, neglect, or violence. Maybe we're both crazy. That's okay, too. Yesterday, I was volunteering at John's Elementary School. I'm a substitute coach for Odyssey of the Mind, and this other boy, Jay, and I were waiting for the other kids to show up. They usually start with a snack, so I asked him if he had brought one. I have kettle corn. Do you want some? No, thanks, I said. I just ate lunch. I picked up my dad at 5.30 this morning, and I took him to the doctor for a medical procedure. It was a colonoscopy, but I didn't tell the small boy that. We didn't get home until 11.30, and when I dropped him off, my mom wanted to go grocery shopping. Well, by the time we went grocery shopping and I put everyone's groceries away, it was 1.30. So I made lunch, ate lunch, and came straight here. Okay, Jay said with raised eyebrows. I was only asking if you wanted some popcorn. I guess I do have a tendency to go on and on. Have a great day. I'm going to include a self-addressed stamped envelope. I hope that's okay. I have a pen pal in Texas that can't get SASE, S-A-S-E, the self-addressed stamped envelope. But I think most other places allow it. Your friend, Claire. Oh, my joke of the day. 
I told my wife she was drawing her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Claire, thanks for sending pictures. I love, love your dog. He is just the sweetest little guy. Also, it's great to put a name to the face. It always helps to make it more personal. I do sort of think you're a little crazy for wanting to uh, to have another baby and maybe even a teenager. <laughs> they are something else, but that also tells me a lot about your heart. I've thought about adopting at-risk youth simply because I've been there. I can relate to them and I have a story that they can understand. I even thought of working at a place like a residential drug rehab because I can be a good role model once all my pieces are back in order. I love kids' honesty. It kills me that people lose that for whatever reason as they grow up. I'm excited about life after here. I think that God may have something huge planned for me out there. I know that my faith hasn't been so strong in the past, but I do have a Bible and I'm making more of an effort to pick it up and actually read it. I like to get one of those daily devotionals, but who knows, baby steps, right? So back to the baby thing. Can you have your tubes untied? How does that work? Can't wait to hear from you again. Talk soon. Oh, we can't get sesse in here. There's been a lot of influx of drugs on the compound. So mail has come with a lot of, of restrictions. It kills me. But when people want to get high, they make a way. Mm. P.S. I love the joke of the day. We do those at morning meetings. So keep them coming. Amanda and I wrote back and forth to each other for the better part of a year, um, talking about her drug support group, talking about creative writing classes, books that we were reading, hopes, dreams, annoying things that were happening, anything going on in our lives. I want to skip to the end because I'm so excited about Amanda's release and just read you um, two of our more, more recent letters. Dear Amanda, how are you? My latest photography project, oh, and Amanda also shares a love of photography. My latest photography project is a series of photos of everyone's favorite toys. I painted my room a light gray with one dark blue wall. Two weeks later, actually, I decided the blue needed to be darker, so I repainted it like a crazy person that I am. I want to photograph the toys against the background of the blue wall, but hang them on the opposite wall. I want to print them on acrylic. Have you seen this? I printed photos on metal to hang in my kitchen, and I like the way those turned out. Anyways, my first attempt at photographing toys was a flop. They look like interrogation photos, but I bought a ring light to add softer light all around the toys. I picked up a $20 ring light since this is just a little project, but those types of lights go up to $100 or more. I forgot to wish you a happy year of the rat. It's half over, but we can still celebrate. I always love hearing from you. You're so full of potential, so full of love, creativity, energy, productivity. There may be pitfalls as you look for work outside, but you are ready. You are strong enough to take on the world. Your friend, Claire. P.S. At church on Sunday, Father Mark was talking about prisoners finding Jesus and being freer than ever freer than some people who are not in prison. It made me think of you and all my pen pals, and I started tearing up. Mom, are you crying? John asked. No, are you crying? I asked. But why did I lie? Uh, I don't know, because I'm a weirdo, I guess. Later, we were singing hymns. 
Here I am, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my hands. Am I worthy? Am I listening to God's call? I don't know, but my but my eyes were watering up again. It's weird, John says. Every time I look at you, it looks like you're about to cry. Is Mr. Catfish going to cry? He always has water in his eyes. So my son John has this stuffed animal fish. It even wears a face mask when it goes to church. So that's the catfish to which I'm referring to here. On the way home, I told the truth, just like this, like it was a funny story. But I wonder why I feel compelled in the moment to deny that I'm feeling emotional about what's happening in church. Dear Claire, I wrote down a few of my poems to share with you. We did a poetry class here, and I wrote a few more that aren't in my book yet. When I get them back, I'll certainly share them. The teacher was from Carnegie Hall, and she gave us really nice feedback Maybe, maybe not to be a book, maybe not to be the book that I want, but I can add those in. I wrote a couple with the subject matter being racial because my family is mixed and went with what was happening in the world. Lately, I am preparing to go home, trying to drop some weight by doing a carb thing, 50 or less, and then going to 20 for a week. I want a calorie counting book, but being as I'm almost home, there really wasn't a way to ask. My family, for one, besides, uh, mom is getting things that I'll need for when I'm out. So there's that. I am under 80 days to the door, and I've lost 14 pounds already. I cheated yesterday and today, but I'll be back on it tomorrow. So how are your mom and dad? I hope well. I also think the darker blue wall in your bedroom was beautiful. The light blue just did it no justice. Oh, and your dog is as adorable as ever. He seems so chill. A total Florida dog. Anyway, tell me what you think, Amanda. Here is her poem, Sway. She is like a poison on my lips. My breath aches for her. My tongue saturated by the mere thought, evoking a heightened sense of forbidden pleasure. Amuse my determined and I am infatuated. My interest peaked. She terrifies me, and yet I want more. My thoughts dance to her song, sway to her music. The trap set. The trance has evolved, manifested, and now I wait. Poem number two, Sunlight on Her Mary Janes. Sunlight on her Mary Janes, wonder in her mind, ribbons in her hair. Tears in her mama's eyes, growing so quickly, gone before you know it. Sunlight on her Mary Janes, and she is gone before you know it. Highway. On the highway, I will drive tonight. The yellow lines are still so bright. To get to him, I must go on. Gripping the wheels, my knuckles are white. I am speeding now, and I am going and I am going to last. In my rearview mirror, I remember my past. No time to stop, I must go on. 
My love is waiting. The spell is cast. On the drive, on the highway, always plenty to see. My love will be there waiting for me. I can see it now. Oh, the joy. My life of me waiting on a we. I am so happy I began to weep. I've made the turn onto a street so my love and I can finally meet. So my love and I can finally meet. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me and my friend Amanda. And I hope that you will also say a little prayer and wish her well as she is facing the next challenge, which I'm interested to learn about. What is that like being released and being on parole and all of the challenges that come with that? Until next time, I'm going to ask you to subscribe, leave a review, tell everyone about our podcast, and find your own friend in prison.